listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Great Patriots of America, this is the Gunny, and you're on the Patriot Cause. Yet again, another great veteran is on the Patriot Cause today. His name is Cliff Ancela. Ancelet? Ancelé. Ancelé, that's it. Awesome. <laughs> he is a retired Master Chief from the Navy. And I am so glad, so proud of all these veterans coming on and a lot of you are responding and thankful for the veterans are telling us what they feel, how they feel, and their stories in life. So welcome, Cliff, to the Patriot Cause. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you having me here. Awesome. Everybody that is part of Convention of States, which you are, which you're a great veteran, and you're part of the veterans part of the Convention of States, like myself, I came into the Convention of States in 2013, a month after it started. So been around a little while in the, in the organization. But I had a story of why I joined the, you know, the Convention of States, why I felt that I needed to be part of this organization. So what I would like to know is, what is your story? How did you hear about it? And why are you part of Convention of States? Well, that's, that's uh, actually got involved with convention of states probably about five years ago. Um, I was, I, when I retired, I, I stayed on the road and as a, uh, uh, EOD tech, uh, bomb disposal and, uh, civilians, we do pretty much the same thing, except, uh, you know, we don't go, we don't go to war and, and, uh, clean up messes we clean up all the messes here in the united states on different bombing ranges and whatnot so i was i was pretty busy did a lot of traveling uh so i wasn't that committed to convention of states until i uh actually quote unquote retired um you know just quit just went fishing so um you know and like you said a lot of people are just disgusted with the federal government that's uh that's in our pockets and in our faces and t telling you what to do and telling me what to do. And, and I said, by golly, you know, I, I put in 33 years in the United States Navy and uh, I'm certainly not going to stand for it, especially when we have a, a solution as big as a problem. And we folks, we got a problem. Uh, so uh, I got, got involved just doing uh, uh, foot soldiers, you know, just, Learn it, learning because it can be overwhelming uh, when you throw everything at, at someone all at once. Um, and some of our presentations kind of uh, drag on that way as well. But uh, I got involved, and the more the more I learned, the, the more I wanted to be involved. And uh, I uh, originally came came to COS as I w wanted to be on the uh, the veterans 
uh, side of the house, veterans coalition director job, but it was, it was already taken here in Louisiana. So I just, I became a volunteer and, uh, you know, make, making phone calls, pay, Patriot, uh, uh, gun shows and, and all, all kinds of, uh, events that, that we had I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, getting out there talking to the people because every, everyone, every veteran, uh, out there has taken an oath to, you know, protecting the constitution of the United States. And that, that's, that's what it's all about. You know, it's protecting our, we don't want to change the, uh, the constitution. We just want to amend, amend it. So, uh, there's a lot of different things that I wanted to do. Uh, I had an opportunity, uh, unfortunately, uh, Ida came here in Louisiana and a few folks were that were living down South, uh, you know, got tied up into, you know, their life, their life, a lot of livelihoods went away down there. And the gentleman that was holding the position of the state uh, veterans coalition director, uh, just kind of stepped down, stepped down a, a little bit. And uh, he's obviously still on our team, but uh, not as, not as the state director. So uh, I was very fortunate to be able to do that because that's where my that's where my heart is, uh, Gunny. So uh, I just uh, in, enjoy doing what I'm doing, and especially this year uh, when you know we've had three states that have joined uh, convention of states within the last uh, month, actually. So you know it's it's uh, it's picking up. A lot of people are fed up, you know, with the with the spending spending my grand grandchildren great grandchildren's uh, money. Uh, already, and you know, just keep the presses uh, going and printing the money. So um, I, I enjoy what I'm doing. I think it's it's a great cause. I think uh, it's something that needs to be done. We're ba we're basically having a revolution without the bullets. And absolutely, uh, yeah, yep. and that's that's the way we look, we look at it. So, um, and we do, we don't want the bullets. You know, we don't want to go back there again. Uh, to, you know, killing fight fighting amongst each other but um some sometimes it seems kind of tough to bite your tongue and hold back <laughs> yeah absolutely and what's neat is i grew up in louisiana yeah that is pretty neat I, yeah i was born in georgia and two days after i was born my dad moved back to louisiana where his family is from and he we lived in desalmonds and venice and but i eventually went up north of Lake Pontchartrain and grew up in the Bush Sun, you know, Bogalusa area. Yeah. So, um, and then I joined the Marine Corps when I was 18 and pretty much haven't been back. Yeah. <laughs> haven't have been, I actually live in Alabama now. So, but okay. the reason I live in Alabama is because this is where my dad and my grandfather was born. They, they live in Bessemer or they were born in Bessemer. So I live in Collinsville, which is about an hour North of, of where they were at, but. It's a great, great place to live. So, but thank you again for being part of Convention of States. And as I can tell, most veterans, we're or we are so passionate about this because we know in our hearts, like you're saying, Cliff, it could get bad. We oh, know yeah. it's possible. We've we've seen it. We've been to other countries. We've seen what wars like. We've seen what uh, politicians and people are trying to you know, control what's going on and, and people just going nuts. And we don't want that to happen. That's absolute fact. No. We'll, so we'll, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, I was going to say, how do you feel about, you know, what's happening as far as the inflation, all of that? I mean, yeah, where, it's, where does it's, this... we're out of control, you know? I mean, you want to go have some expensive uh, uh, lunch, just go to filling station this afternoon. And, yeah. uh, you know, because I think I saw coming home last night, it was like $4.99 uh, and, and it's continuing to go up. And, there's, you know, it actually disgusts me because, uh, you know, and everybody's raising it up on TV and, uh, and whatnot about, you know, here we are paying dictators, uh, sociopaths and for oil. And we've got plenty right here in our backyard. Yeah, and, uh, I, I just don't understand it. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, and it doesn't make any sense to anybody I know. Uh, so, you know, what, what in the world is going on uh, with this country? Uh, you know, the, 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 the liberals and what things that they want to do. And, you know, I, under, I understand about electric, electric cars and whatnot, but you just can't cut it off that quick. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, it's that's that's true. Here's the issue with this. This is anyway. This is my opinion, like mm -hmm. always, right? The truth is always hard to find nowadays. It, you know, it's you never know what you see, what you hear. You, you unless you do some type of discernment and research it, you you can't instantly determine if that's the truth. But here's what I think: is that what is happening? There's no reasonable purpose for what's happening. Reasonable, you know, being able to, to have a decent understanding. But it is happening because they want it to happen. Mm -hmm. When I say they, like you're talking about, the liberals, the leftists, the dictators. See, they're not effective. They don't no. have an impact because they're millionaires two, three, 10 times over. And I'm not talking about just the president, the vice president or whoever. I'm talking about all of them. Yeah. Nowhere in the world that I know of a politician, except for probably this country can go in for four years or six years or, or eight and come out with millions of dollars. Nowhere. Yeah. What is that? That's exactly. So what is if that that's about? true, if that's true, do you really think they, they give a crap about the people that have to work their butts off? No, it's all a game to them. It's like a chess game. It's power. That's what this this whole yep. situation is. You know, well, it, it, it is it is true. I mean, it I mean, it's a it's a I mean, look look at uh look at President Obama, you mm -hmm. know, and uh look look at everybody even before then. And it's not a it's not a uh uh, Republican or Democrat or, uh, or, uh, independent, you know, that uh, something happens when you cross that, that, uh, that line in Washington, DC, you go, you everything goes to hell in the handbasket. Um, as, as far as, uh, being influenced, you know, by the lob, the lobbyists up, up in Washington. Right. Uh, and, and like you said, man, how in the world do you make all that money? You know? And, uh, well, well, lobbyists that's that's who where they make their money and uh you know it's not fair I, i'm i'm a advocate on if you if you pass a bill it's for everybody including yourself hoss um because you're up there you you're working for us the people we the people and uh so uh 
but there, there's a surefire way to, to uh, take care of that too, is because uh, we've got the largest voting base in the world uh, as a, as a veteran, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we, we could just call to order, <laughs> you know, everybody mm-hmm. called to order. We all took an oath. And if you don't like what's going on, don't sit on your duff and complain about it. Get off your duff and go do something about it. And, uh, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. And I'm, I'm, it does, it's not rolling quick enough for me. And I'm quite sure it's not rolling out there quick enough for you since yeah. you've been involved since 2013. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I get a little anxious with it. I want to, I want to make it move the, the horse move a little quicker, but, uh, it's just a long, slow process. I mean, I wish all, uh, the States would be like, uh, like we just had in West Virginia. I mean, they pass it in, in the House and in the Senate the same day. How nice yep. is that? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, yeah. you know, it's um, the, the thing. The thing about it is what we're proposing should seem should seem to most Americans and politicians, state politicians. Right. Right. That this is is a tool, a real bona fide way of controlling the federal government and getting them back in the box because they're completely out of the box. They, they, oh, they're in charge of tons of stuff that they never had the constitutional right to do. It's the state's rights to do a lot of what they're doing. Right. But the reason that we're having the difficulty is because of other organizations lying to the legislators. John Burr Society, Eagle Forum, all of these other organizations. Now, they're conservative. Most of them are conservative. And and I get it. I understand that. But they don't speak the truth. They're, they're, They're making things up so that they can continue to be connected with their legislator so that they can have whatever is on their agenda. Right. And they're just afraid if they don't stop this COS thing going along that we, the country, the legislators are going to open up the constitution and do whatever the hell they want. And we know that's not true, but that's, that's, that's the hard part. That's, that's why it's like you're talking about this slow horse. Yeah. It just takes time to deprogram these legislators and what these other organizations have, have basically been telling them. And I don't know if you had a chance to watch just an example, that West Virginia house debate. And the thing about it is you had all these liberal Democrats stand up against it and just rant. I mean, some of them were so loud. You think they were screaming at you. (laughs) And then you had a couple conservative guys stood up. They were nice and quiet, read the document, just basically told them the facts. You know, this is, you know, I'm, we're not here to judge you. We just say we're telling you what the facts are. Yeah, there's really no secrets. And they were, yep. And what I, what we're finding out is, if you really want to make a difference, is this is how you do it. You don't stand up and beat your chest and say I know better than you. You have a logical, reasonable debate with somebody that's opposed to it, and it, it blows their minds because most of these leftists and Democrat people, when an organization comes up to them and they don't agree, the legislator doesn't agree with what they say, what do they do? 
they start screaming at the legislator. They basically mm-hmm. pointing fingers at him and, you know, saying you're worthless and yeah, you just turned him off. Yep. So, yeah. um, Cliff, we're going to take a break and when we get back, we'll continue the discussions on whatever you want to talk to, but I also want to get your opinion about what's happening overseas. How do you feel about China, Taiwan, just all of those things? Cause I tell you, it's, it's crazy out there. And sometimes it's, it's really hard for us. Even veterans nowadays, and I had a lieutenant or a full bird Marine Corps colonel friend of mine on the podcast the other day, and he he was the same way. He's just going, I don't even know what the strategy for the United States is anymore. Mm-hmm. And you know, he he did his thirty plus years in the in the Marine Corps, retired as a colonel, and he was all about doing strategy. You know, now yeah. he can't even figure it out. So it's that bad. So, but we will take a break and come right back with Cliff. Retired Master Chief in the Navy. Thank you. Stay tuned. A lot of the guys out in the fleet don't know what we do. We tend to to execute very quietly. It's a very tight-knit community. Uh, SWIC stands for Special Warfare Combat Craft Crewmen. They're the primary maritime mobility component for Naval Special Warfare and the Greater U.S. Special Operations Command. So SWIC's bread and butter is out in the open water of the ocean and in the rivers. performing a range of special operations-specific mission sets, direct action, insert extract, reconnaissance. So about three to four SWIC per craft. You're gonna have a, a navigator, a helmsman, a throttleman, on-scene commander. Everyone else is the guys that were taken to and from a specific location. Primarily, we work with special operations, Green Berets, Army Rangers, the uh, SEAL teams as well. The weaponry. Ranges from you know your uh, M9 and M4, your sidearm and your rifle, and then your M240 machine gun, 50 cal, Mark 19 grenade launcher, and M79 grenade launcher if the mission calls for it. We're trusted with multi-million dollar crafts, foreign countries, and small groups. This afternoon we saw the blank fire exercise. Direct action mission of a high value target. The students were tasked to go out, locate the enemy position, and then destroy. Run swim, a study up, a basic curiosity with engineering would definitely help. It's grueling, it's physically tough, and again, that mental toughness is required. There are long days, long operations, and the, the ocean is unforgiving. Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you're on a Patriot cause. Great Patriot, great veteran, Cliff from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is on the Patriot Cause. So glad he's here with me. We have a connection. I'm a Marine. He's a sailor. But 
we have a connection. We always always been that way. And we that connection goes actually goes two ways. One, it's a good way, good relationship. Two, we always bump heads. And it's <laughs> it's just the way it is. But we're always know that we're veterans and we have one mission, and that's defend the Constitution of the United States. Think about that to defend the Constitution of the United States and think, thank God we have one. And a lot of these countries outside of us don't have that. So they have these dictatorships, these communist um, controlled environments and so forth. So welcome back, Cliff. How do you feel about what's going on around the world? I don't like it. Uh, obviously, anybody who does like it is sick in the head. Um you know, it's not doing us any good here in the United States. I mean, we aren't firing bullets at anyone right now and probably won't from what uh, I see of this administration. But uh, it's sad. It's really sad to watch, to watch a uh, democratic uh, country like Ukraine. And uh, they're, they're just demolishing that entire country. I mean, mm-hmm. some beautiful structures that will never, ever be replaced. All the lives, obviously, aren't going to be, re- be replaced. Uh, it's just genocide is what it is. And it's, uh, it's too bad that th- that is happening. And it's too bad that we don't have a backbone to uh, get off our rumps and go over there and, and uh, tell Mr. Putin to uh, get, get on back to his business and, you know, stay off these borders. Because, I mean, I... I, well, I'd take up arms. I was telling my wife uh, yesterday that hell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dust off my my fatigues and uh, and grab my gun and head over there myself. And she's gonna like, oh, you old fool, you need. To- <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we all feel, though, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, we're the Ukrainian people were free people. Once yeah. the Ukraine and Poland and Hungary, once all of these countries left that Soviet bloc during the old Soviet days in 84, 85, when Reagan finally got them to take down the wall and East Germany was given back to Germany. Yeah. They created their own freedom. They created their own democracies. They created their own governments. And they got used to that. And that's exactly what's happening here with the Ukraine. They're used to having freedom and they're going to yeah. fight for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And they, and they should, you know, if, if it happened here in our backyard, we, we'd all be taking up arms and doing the same thing. And they're, they're very proud people. But I think one of, one of the biggest mistakes is that, that we made as the United States and the administration uh, uh, is by con- they didn't convince Putin that I mean what he was worried about uh, initially I guess was uh, they were going to become a, Na- a NATO state and mm-hmm. he didn't he, he didn't want uh, anybody that's connected to his homeland to belong to NATO and uh, and f- and for good reason um, but you know you didn't have to destroy the entire country uh, that, that you could have negotiated with him but but he he's pretty sick in the head. Uh, I don't think he really, he never really realized that they were not part of the Soviet uh, bloc, but, um, and that's why he's, he doesn't feel bad about taking it, taking yep. it back. So, you know, it's, it's a sad situation. It's really sad. You know, I, I, got, I really got angry about uh, NATO, the way they, they told the Ukrainians that um, about the no fly zone, you know, 
I mean, it'd be very easy to initiate that stand by to stand by when you do that, because, uh, he's going to declare war on you. Uh, but, uh, how many miles are we, we're away from him? You know, we, we could uh, control those skies very easily with the, uh, the aircraft that we have. Good Lord. I mean, it'd be, a, it would be a slaughter and he's not, you know, based on what I'm seeing, you know, his, uh, military isn't as strong as, unless he's holding back, holding some cards back as, uh, as, as they, cause they're demolishing the country now. So what the heck just go in full force, um, yep. you know, but, uh, it's, it's a sad situation. And on the, on the flip side, you know, I think China is, is a big part of it. Uh, they, they like what they're seeing, no doubt. Cause we, we look like a bunch of fools over here and can't make our mind, you know, can't make our mind up to do anything, uh, positive. And that's certainly my opinion. Uh, no, the, the, I talked to on a podcast last night. Um, and I got, I think I got to figure it out. It's a, it's a mind twisting concept. Mm-hmm. So, but think, think how weird this is. I know for a fact, absolute fact, this is the truth that our government is in bed with China. That is a fact that's proven. Oh. No doubt. Now, the payoffs, the Bidens, that's absolute proof. It's been proven over and over again. And sending our products and, co- you know, our companies manufacturing to where? To China, right? All right. So that's one piece of it. So, but China also has a relationship with Russia, right? Yeah. Oh, a, yeah. a, a great relationship. Matter of fact, it's getting stronger every day, even part of because of this Ukraine thing. Well, the United States also has the government, right? Hands in the Ukraine. Oh, yeah. We know that for a fact, right? Politicians and, you know, all that stuff. Okay. So the Russians are attacking the Ukraine, but America can't do anything about it because then China is going to be like, no, wait a minute. We're, you know, we're friends over here. You can't just go and, you know, beat up on Mr. Putin. That's yeah. see the twist there, right? Oh, yeah. We can't be on one side or the other. We want to, humanitarian-wise thinking, right, we want to save these people in the Ukraine. But from a political standpoint, think about what I'm telling you. It would not be a good thing for the U.S. to get involved with the Ukrainian war. That's no. the twist with all of this. You know, yeah, it, it's a, it's certainly mind-boggling and hard to hard. The concept is uh, hard to understand, but um, you know, and you feel sorry for the Ukraine and you know the devastation that's take, taking place right now. But um, you know, so but where does it go from there? Yep, and of course, if if China decides that they want to take over Taiwan. Have you ever floated around in the South China Sea? You ever oh yeah, that, that area. They'll, they'll take they'll take it. There's no doubt. They'll take it in a day. Yeah. There's so no, I'm saying no. it's not. It's you know it's not like Taiwan's not Ukraine. You know it's no. probably just a chunk of Ukraine. You know that kind of thing. So yeah, and no. it's not far from the coast of China. So it's not you know it's not like they got to have ships, you know, travel for weeks to get there like they did to Pearl Harbor. You know they can launch that morning and. 
by that afternoon, they're cleaning up. Yeah. <laughs> you and, know? <laughs> and, and the United States is not going to stop, stop buying from them. Uh, yep. I mean, for instance, I, I don't know if you've gotten yours yet, but I, uh, I wrote in for the uh, COVID home test mm-hmm. and they sent me, they sent me two COVID home tests the other day and I'm looking at the packages and, and I'll be damned if you flip it over on the backside, it said made, made China. China. <laughs> yeah. I said, how ironic is that? <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, it is. You got to yeah. laugh about it because it's sad. I mean, yes, a yeah. lot of Americans have lost jobs because um, the yeah. diplomatic slash economic relations that we have with China. Yeah. It's very bad. And for uh, Americans. Yeah. You can't, you can't, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, as you know, as far as uh, getting our goods and whatnot from China, but uh, yeah, they're they're a force to be reckoned with. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and I I don't know where where it's going, or, or um, I hate the thoughts of sometimes thinking about where it's, where it's where it's going because um, I've I've got three young boys, mm-hmm. uh, and they're. Uh, they, in fact, my oldest, my oldest son has been in the army and also the coast guard. Uh, my middle son was a CB, uh, that we all served together actually at one time, Wow, which was, which was pretty special. Oh yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, they, they could recall me anytime I'm, I'm ready to go back. Um, but, uh, except for all, all the aches and pains and moans and groans, Oh yeah, I got plenty of those. <laughs> you know, and of course, the, with the Marine Corps, is not as lean, not as mean, but I'm still Marine. There you go. <laughs> you know. So, speaking are. speaking of veterans, do you stay in contact with uh, with buddies and I mean, oh yeah, other veteran friends. Oh, abso- absolutely. Uh, and you know, when I when I was in on the civilian side of the uh, bomb disposal work. Um, a lot of my friends have worked with, you know, even, even after we all retired. So it was, it, it was still a close knit family and, uh, had, had a gentleman, uh, from Pensacola yesterday that was going to be, be coming down, uh, to Baton Rouge. He, t- he takes a tour every, every other year or so, uh, of, of the country. And he writes about it like, like a novel and, uh, you know, taking pictures with all his old buddies. But yeah, I, I, I'm still in contact with quite a few of those guys. I mean, that I, that was my life, you know, for 33 yeah, years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and uh, I, so I'm the same way. I, I have, like I said, Shane Conrad is a full burden colonel. And him and I and our friends, and, and when I lived in the Washington, D.C. area, we all used to go to NASCAR races together and just have have a blast. Some of them were still active duty. Most of us were retired, but Shane was a... I think he was a he was a major back then, you know. Wow. wow. But we're still constantly in contact, uh, and we still talk like we did yeah. back then. It's not like you know we yeah, kind of get older, aches and pace, but it's it's <laughs> great. It's the patriotism that we have cannot be busted by any of the, any of this crap that's going on. And like I said, if it comes down to it, the veterans are not going to fail this country. No, it ain't gonna. It ain't gonna happen. We are not going to run from anything. <laughs> no, not not at all, and and certainly not from the federal government. I mean, I think I think the uh, our forefathers were the were the smartest and brightest individuals this country's ever ever seen. Uh, you know, 
what and they and the and the great part about it is is they were they were obviously thinking ahead weren't they when they oh, yeah. they uh they deemed the article five to be put in the constitution i mean that that is is right there you know and a lot a lot of people i went to a uh, uh american legion meeting last night uh to i was to join i, I was a, i was a past member uh, but uh it was up in montana uh, where I, I joined. So I wanted to join the one here in Baton Rouge. Uh, and I was talking to the unit commander and, uh, she'd never heard of convention of States and n- neither did her, her, uh, her co co-commander vice commander, I guess they call them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, I, I sent her letters, you know, cause I wanted to give a presentation, uh, to them, uh, from the veteran standpoint, Cause I am, you know, that that's, that's my love, uh, you know, as far as veterans are concerned and I wanted to be in that part of it. Uh, and neither one of them had heard of uh, convention of States. Uh, so, you know, and she said, well, I'll have to check the bylaws. I said, well, look, we've, we've given presentations in, in uh, Covington, Louisiana, uh, Lafayette, Louisiana, Monroe, Louisiana, you know, and it just, it really just seems like, um, their knowledge base of what's going on in the world. You know, we've got, we got 18 States that have signed on, uh, for the convention of States right now. We're, we're trucking and, yep. uh, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, we're going to have a few more here with, uh, with, within this year anyway, uh, for sure. But, you know, it, it's a, it's a great cause. I'm, I'm all in, I'm in, you know, I'm in for the long haul. Um, and like you were saying a little earlier, as far as, there, there's a big taboo people are lying about, you know, what, what we're, what we're here for, what we're doing. Uh, we're not doing anything uh, out of the ordinary that we would normally do if we were on active duty. You know, we're right. just, we're, we're just following orders and, and uh, doing, doing good things for this country. You know, I would certainly wouldn't do anything to hurt it. No. And mo- most of the veterans that I talked to, uh, here's the unfortunate part. While we were on active duty, in, in, in a sense, you are no longer a political person. No. Nope. You, you can't participate in any kind of political events or anything as being active because you have to be apolitical, right? And once you get out and you become a citizen, then that right comes back to you. You can, you know, Oh, and yeah. any kind of political rally, rallies, whatever you just you just can't do it in, in the in the pretense of supporting the military. This is the issue with COS. I dealt with this for years in Arkansas with the American Legion, the Marine Corps League, VFWs. They keep wanting to think that this is a political thing. Right. This is not political. And I don't know how many times I got to tell veterans that. This is saving our freaking country. It's got nothing to do with your political values. This is using the Constitution to control the federal government as it was built in Article 5 in the Constitution. Yeah. So, like you're talking about, well, they never heard of COS. I get it. But then the first thing they're going to do is go, well, well we got to make sure that, you know, we, we can talk about this in our bylaws and all that. I'd go, you can right now. You don't have to go research it. Yeah. It's the convention of states, states, all the states come together and have a convention to amend the Constitution of the United States to control the federal government. What else do you need to know? 
Yeah. Well, that, right? that's, that's, that's what they don't want to hear. I mean, they don't want to hear that. Oh, you're going to, you're going to be messing with the constitution and right. uh, going like, man, that, how are you going to do that? You know, we're, we're not, uh, we're not out there to take over the country. That's for sure. Uh, we just want want them to be reasonable because th they work for us, you know, and, and it's, it's totally flipped, you know, yeah. and, and as far as, uh, they're not going to regulate themselves at all, you know, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I mean, even if I were there, you want me, you want me to take a, take a pay cut or, or, uh, you know, not do what I'm supposed to do or, or think, but I mean, they got to, they should be sticking with what their constituents say because we can vote their asses out. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what, what, everyone needs to understand is like, man, if you don't like what they're doing, vote them out. You know, they're not, they're not, um, immune from that. So, um, we're having a, a big thing here in Louisiana about our voting, our voting rights and what, and whatnot. So it's a lot, a lot of stuff going on right now. And, uh, and, and the great part about COS is that, you know, we are pa a past state, uh, meaning, resolution and there's 18 uh, 17 other states that have passed the resolution so um we we get in on uh, yesterday i was looking at all the bills that were being proposed because i think today was the deadline uh for uh their input and whatnot so you know get 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 online wherever you happen to live it doesn't really matter you know uh, and when you're uh uh, representatives going to session in the Senate or, or whatever kind of situation uh, system they have and, you know, find out what's going on. And, and, and we, we did last year, there was a, there was a few things uh, going on that we could support as, as be belonging to convention of States. Cause we, I mean, obviously we can't, you know, uh, promote uh, an individual uh, regardless of what, right. what party they belong to. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good. It's going to be a good fight and we're going to, we're going to make it. So, uh, if, if you're listening and you haven't uh, visited our website, convention uh, there's a little red tab right in the middle of that, that page says, uh, take action, uh, click, click on that, uh, sign our petition for sure. Uh, if, if you don't do anything else, sign our petition. And then, uh, if you feel the need and the desi desire to get out there and, and, uh, promote convention of states and won't want to be a leader there, there's plenty of room for that too. So, um, there's yeah. a lot, there's a lot, you just got to have a willing heart and, and we'll, we'll tell you what to do with your hands. Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> yeah. David, we're, uh, pushing towards the end of time here. Is All there right. anything else that you want to say to your veterans? There's, like I said, there's a lot of veterans going to be listening to this and, you know, viewing yeah. this and, or well, just, 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 just remember, folks, we, we all took an oath and that that oath that didn't die whenever we got out of the military and retired. I mean, we, we still uh, are obligated to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. So, um, you know, put your boots on, dust, dust your old khakis off and uh, and get on get on board. And if uh, my, my phone number is 850-496-6968, I'll be glad to answer any question you ask. And if I don't awesome. know the answer, I'll send you to Gunny. Absolutely. And like <laughs> I used to say, I, 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 this is my favorite line. I use it all the time in the podcast. 
get stop eating the bonbons, watching CNN, and get off the couch. That's what <laughs> I tell them, and and it just cracks people up because that's, that's what it is. That's if you right. can do that, you can either be a veteran and and say our country is in danger, which it is. Yep. I'm. It's like the Batman signal, right? You got the signal. It's you know. Get off the couch, throw the bonbons away, turn the damn TV off, and go do something. <laughs> That's right. Get awesome. motivated. Get yes, motivated well, for sure. Thank you very much, Cliff, for yeah, I, your time on the podcast. And we'll definitely bring you back if you want to come back. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. Just uh, just give me a shout. Awesome. Well, it's right. great talking to you. And we will get back with you. And good luck working with those legislators in Louisiana because – I tell you, some of them pretty hard. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Pretty, you know. I think they, I think they don't have enough gumbo in their head or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's got that squishy. What's that? Uh, squishy <laughs> tofu. They got tofu brain. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Some so, of them do. Yeah. But, all right, uh, brother. We'll talk. We'll talk to him. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, like I say, Gunny, you take care. And uh, uh, God bless America. Yes, sir. God bless you too, sir. Have a great uh-huh. evening. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye.